and welcome to the Mindfulness at IBM podcast. Today, Lele and Pat are here as every Monday. So thank you for listening. Hi, Pat. Hello, everyone. Hey, Lele. Thanks for being everyone. We have two, just two news this week. So the first one is that we have the Mindfulness Connect sessions, uh, the monthly sessions this uh, coming Wednesday. Uh, so the opportunity, you know, as usual for all the practice members and to meet and chat and, uh, you know, share and practice together, right? So if you haven't enrolled yet, just come. There are two different time zones you can join. And then anything else, Pat? Yes, lots of, uh, lots of sessions, lots of workshops, lots of demos these days. I think what I want to say is if, if any of you that are listening want a, a demo or a workshop, or, or some more information about mindfulness at IBM, do reach out to, to Lele or myself or another mindfulness at IBM practice leader. Because mm-hmm. we're we're always, you know, jumping in and supporting different teams, going through different things in in their own journeys. So just reach yeah. out to us and we'll make something happen. Yeah, even at the hoc sessions, like sometimes it, uh, to at least share the topic, I figure out that the best way is to, you know, just invite the team or the group and deliver, uh, you know, just the basics of mindfulness, what it is, how to practice and why is it worth to practice in a, you know, in a corporation, in an office and so on, right? It's, uh, to explain really the, the benefits and, and how everyone will change according to uh, how they practice and that's um, uh, bring more attention at least for the moment and there is always somebody that ch- chooses to then to continue and join the community so that's that's nice but uh, it's done with the news so now uh, who is our guest today Pat? Our guest today is Mercedes Escala always a, a pleasure to to be in your presence uh, Mercedes or Meche as, uh, as we call you. Um, Meche has been playing an instrumental role when it comes to mindfulness at IBM. Yes. And uh, we're really happy that you're here with us today to, to share some of your wisdom and knowledge with us. Thank you so much. I love to be here. Definitely two of my favorite people. We've done great things together. And I feel that, you know, I cannot remember exactly when it started, but I feel that, you know, just this connections started and great things just started coming in and we've built along this way and i find this journey a very very uh, a great space for people to just feel good by themselves and be part of this mindfulness community that you created both of you have been really great pillars for that so i'm happy to be here Good. Uh, actually, thank you. Thank you as well for being here in, in our podcast because I mean, the, we, we are talking to the whole community at once, right? So it might be in the morning, might be in the rest of the, in the evening or throughout the week. So um, I think that's, that's uh, and you have been always one of the strongest, uh, you know, advocate of the community and the benefits of mindfulness. So let's get to um, maybe the whys and what uh, what is for you uh, mindfulness, but also in particular the, the community that we have, uh, the, and we are, you know, growing and growing every every year. Uh, I like that you said you're going to start with the why. Actually, I'm I'm doing a presentation very next week for Women's Day that I'm going to start with the why. Uh, I love Simon Sinek's book. Start with the why, and I'm going to focus on that one. So great connection. For me, there's 
well, personally, I started practicing mindfulness and meditation many, many years ago when I was back home in Latin America. I'm originally from Peru, but I lived in Chile 21 years. So I started back home. And personally, it has meant a, an opportunity to connect with myself, to know me in, you know, in a deeper way, to connect with who I am. I love to be me. And mindfulness has allowed me to, to be me in a more deeper, grounded way. And, you know, as this is started in IBM, I really see the value of what it means to have a community. I'm a huge supporter of communities in many ways. This is one of them. I would say this is one that I feel very proud. I've been an advocate. I've been part of it. I've learned it gives me so much. And I find that this is a space where you can really uh, give and receive. That's how I see the mindfulness community for me. And you will see that, you know, um, you can do even a tiny, tiny, tiny bit and you will feel different. Uh, some practitioners here are, you know, I really salute what they do. I honor what they do because some of them are huge, huge, pr uh, pra they practice in a way that are embodying mindfulness and meditation really to the next level. And that's also great. So we have this wonderful place where everybody's present and everybody can be themselves. That's how I see the mindfulness community. And when it comes to the the journey now because you mentioned you know mm -hmm. how it was instrumental in, in getting yourself uh, getting to know yourself uh, better in, in the past what about now what are you doing now in the space of of mindfulness uh, with the people that you're working with with your teams etc well uh, as we've been growing along this journey you know more and more people have been part of the mindfulness community um ibm has you know taken part of this as part of bigger strategies you know i am an hr professional that's mm -hmm. my you know i'm doing something right now that it's different but i am a human resources professional that has had her career in this space and you know hr has embraced this as part of you know a resilience module in some of the leadership development spaces and i have actually adopted this as part also of the way i lead for me you know, I think of leadership as an opportunity to allow people to be their best selves. And I feel that mindfulness is one of those key components. Um, I've done it in many ways and, you know, very open to, to whoever wants to embrace it in their own way. But as a team, I've really been able to think of this as an opportunity to be more present, to respect each other more, to listen in a different way, to embrace the diversity of a team. That's what mindfulness brings to the table. If you connect with, you know, your colleague, your peer in a way that you're actually listening to him or her, you're going to take the, the teaming, the collaboration to another level. And that's where I see this. I know a lot of people will immediately jump into the, oh, you know, her team is always meditating or doing things like that. That's not the thing at all. 
what mm. I'm what I have tried to really bring to the table with this is how can we connect in a way that allow us to be our best selves and drive the team to another level um, I also do some things that I think are you know good practices I start every a team meeting with a grateful moment. Mm -hmm. Everybody shares, you know, what they're grateful for, what happened, what makes them uh, feel grateful today as they embark on whatever meeting we're gonna kick. And it really, you know, has changed. At the beginning, it was very like, you know, lightweight responses. And as we go on and we trust each other more, people open up to different things. And it's beautiful to see that. It's just beautiful. The power of the togetherness, the power of respect, for me, is the strongest power. And going a bit deeply into uh, you know, where this power uh, starts, right, with mindfulness, right? So what, what is the, the thing that maybe who doesn't uh, practice or doesn't know uh, might uh, might grasp if you know wh wh where 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 all starts. Let's say for me, all starts with you. For me, that's the the starting point. Um, allowing yourself to be you. Allowing yourself to really take the opportunity. You know, like to learn, to listen, um, to be just sitting still, allowing yourself to have that space. Because the minute you start with that, the rest just comes. You, you cannot uh, underestimate the power of just being there, actively receiving what you know your counterpart, your team member, your spouse, whoever it is, is in front of you. That is what drives the change. And a lot of people are expecting the change to happen somewhere else. You know, the conditions to change, you know, oh, I'll wait until we, we know we're ready for this. You're ready now. Mm -hmm. You are ready now because it's within you. That for me is the starting point. Uh, maybe uh, just to, to clarify more, because so, somebody might tell me, like you know, and actually it happened, right? You know, if we start from you, then is uh, you know it's synonym of uh, egocentrism, right? Of uh, be, like you become more egoistic, much more centered into you. And I always, you know, it, it's it's a question that naturally comes, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it's it's the case, right? Well. No, definitely it's not the case. And it comes the same, you know, when people talk about self-love or self-care. Oh, you're being egoistic. You're going to, oh, okay, so now you are the number one priority. Well, actually, for me, more than egoistic is super humbling. Because the minute you open up, you are you, raw, with all the ups and downs, the fears, the emotions, but you acknowledge them. And one of the key components that for me, this is why my practice and my mindfulness is always focused on gratitude. And I've done this for many, many years. Uh, everything, my, my journal is around gratitude, uh, my day. Now I can really very, very proudly say that my full day is filled with gratitude. 
it used to be like the morning it used to be the night it used now i've been able to make it part of the day but again it's humbling it's a starting with that sense of you know the minute you open up to yourself other things come in compassion the giving the wanting to share because you feel that sense of wow i can be giving somebody this love so instead of being on the ego space where you are just feeding yourself you open up in a way that it becomes for me like this openness to just give and i think that that for me is the secret sauce the secret sauce one thing that i've been emphasizing in in the practice sessions this week for, for the groups i'm a part of is we're we're human beings not human doings and we spend a lot of time doing 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 and to go back where you're saying you know be you and if you can resonate with that if you can connect with that yes it's important to do and we need to continue the doing but if you can come back to being i personally believe that there's more of that compassion that arises there's more of that humbleness that arises that giving that arises so i'm i'm resonating with with that quite well well definitely the being is what drives the power of getting even doing other things differently it's it's fascinating to see that because yes definitely we need to keep doing things but the way you do them is different actually you know i've been a huge multitasker for many many years like i i have a lot of energy i'm always doing i'm always moving you know i'm catholic and i always think of myself as the martha of the world mm -hmm. you know but i decided not to be martha anymore and not because i don't like martha is because i'm gonna be a different way of martha i'm gonna still do things but I'm going to do it with more intention. I'm going to do it with a sense of connection. And I, again, going back to what this means for a team, you are going to connect and collaborate in a way that's stronger, that's more focused, that's intentional, that's more productive. I am a huge believer of that. I've seen it firsthand. My expertise and, the, and you know, who I consider myself as a leader is I am a builder of teams. I've been able to build teams, global teams with different uh, diverse uh, backgrounds, different ethnicities, different races, whatever. But together, because of that mindfulness approach to being, to understanding, to respect, those teams have been above and beyond. And they have grown together which is another key component of a successful performance-driven achieving uh, company. So it's fascinating to see how things like this just converge and give you the best. It's a continuous balance, like playing in the or orchestra, right? You need to play well, but listen to the others. Yes. And, uh, and mindfulness helps you to, to become great musicians in this case.
Nice. Is there, um, um, you know, in our podcast, uh, we want always to share uh, practice uh, or something that, you know, our listeners can do uh, during this week, right? Anything you, uh, you have in mind or you want to share with us? Yes, I had thought of something, but as the conversation has started to change, I'm going to follow my intuition. And I want to share something different. I want to share something that will allow you to bring whatever you want to bring to the table every day in a different way. I know everybody's looking for, you know, how can I change? How can I um, be better? Instead of focusing on being better, I would, my invitation would be to focus on being you. And find that thing that will allow you to trigger this thought. Uh, I will give you a couple of tips. You could do uh, set up an alarm every hour. That just means, am I in the right place? Should I focus or do things differently? That little alarm. You could do every time you walk through a door, uh, you know, just... Take that space, that second where you're going through a door to breathe and be you. Find those triggers. What is it that is going to trigger that in your day-to-day? Because as you start building that muscle of connecting, of being more mindful, you know, I always find that triggers help a lot to reconnect because the day just, you know, You can sit down, listen to something, go to your email. You get distracted. What is going to bring you back? Now that we're, you know, so long sitting down, I I prefer the alarm because, you know, I don't walk that much to go through that many doors. But again, find your trigger. Find what is it that's going to bring you to you again. That would be my tip. I'm going to build on the, the tip, uh, Meche, is uh, some additional things that you can do when, when you're triggered by the alarm or the door is when you're coming to yourself, perhaps notice what's on your mind right now. What's happening in the body? What's my emotional state right now? What's this impulse or this urge that I'm, that I'm on right now? Because we're probably doing something as the alarm goes off or as we're walking through the door. So just some other questions to ask yourself to bring that attention to you being in that particular moment in time. Lele, anything to, to build on top of that? There are many, many things to, to think about, right? <laughs> but uh, I, I always try to... Um, you know, what, what, uh, what Meche uh, shared as well right, at the beginning of this podcast is uh, I really tie to the gratitude part as well, right? So any moment when I, I'm aware, right, when the alarm rings or when my mental alarm rings, I'm really observing and uh, grateful for that moment that I'm aware of being in that moment itself, right? Um, and that's usually triggers either a smile or, you know, just general well-being, right? Uh, so it's not only giving you a benefit, but it's only also giving you the, uh, you know, additional energy to, to move forward. 
So add all of that and you're going to have a great week, folks. So Certainly, yes. Thank you, Meche. Thank, thank you, you. Lele, for the time. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Sending much love. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this was the Mindfulness Tabian podcast. Uh, please share your comments or anything you want. We will see each other in one week again or hear each other in one week. Till then, have fun and be mindful as much as you can.